your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today, the Avalanche inch a day closer to returning to play. Uh, we will. We haven't done it in a little while, and I wish I did it a little bit different at the start of the season. But, uh, you know, with the, the regular season winding down in a few short weeks, uh, and then obviously the playoffs are here, and then after the Stanley Cup is over... The offseason is going to be fast and furious between the the draft, free agency, and of course the expansion draft. So why not kind of update uh, the players available for the Kraken and who they could take uh, pluck away from the Colorado Avalanche? Because things have changed, and that's why I say I wish I had done it differently and kept like a, a tally of kind of the best option available for the Kraken because it's it's changed at the start of the season the players we were talking about protecting has completely changed so we'll kind of revisit that because we haven't done it in a little while uh and we'll have to give some props to Mr. Patrick Marlowe so all of that and then some but follow the show on social media outlets on uh, Twitter L-O-P-N underscore avalanche on Instagram search locked on avalanche and then send any questions, comments, concerns, or your opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. So, so far, after the Avalanche had their season suspended again, there has been no new COVID cases when it comes to the Avalanche roster. That, of course, is good. That, of course, is a positive. That, of course, means everything is trending for the Avalanche to get back out on the ice on Thursday, which is the day that they had targeted when this whole thing started for them uh, last week. So it's looking good for the Avs. You just have to, at this point, take it day by day. And right now, no news is good news coming out of the Avalanche camp. So uh, no new cases. Again, that pretty much makes the, what, the weekend and... Monday, so I think these are three or four days that they haven't had any. Obviously, that's a that, that is a enormous plus, and that's like I said, trending towards returning to play on the twenty second. You'll make up those games somehow. I'm sure the NHL will release a uh, updated schedule on how they will make those games up. Whenever that happens, obviously we will cover it here and just inform you guys. But follow me on Twitter because you'll definitely get that information quicker there. So before we get into anything deep with the Kraken draft and who's available to them and who the Avalanche should be protecting, how can you not at least mention Patrick Marlowe and his record that he set? Marlowe breaking the Gordie Howe record for most games played in NHL history, 1,768 games. Uh, And it's just an incredible feat, you know what I mean? Like to, to play in a sport for that amount of time and you know not have any serious injuries that keep you out and kind of shorten your career we see it all the time now and you know things with 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 records 
you don't see records being broken as much anymore. And there's a reason for that. It's because it's difficult. And, you know, like I said, the way that the game is played and the speed of game, the way all sports are played, it's just so difficult to stay healthy for an extended career. And so you have to give him all the credit in the world for doing that. And, and you know, on top of it, just being a good guy. Um, it's well-earned. It's well-deserved. And uh, congratulations to Patrick Marlowe. Very uh, impressive. I just, I don't know, th- these, these records of longevity are the ones that you're just not going to see anymore. Um, you know, the, the, the Cal Ripken games, consecutive games played, will probably never be broken. And I know people want to say those things like, oh, I never say never, but I, the way that, you know, especially that game, especially baseball with, you know, people getting rests just because, uh, we're not going to go backwards. You know, we're not going to go back to a way of playing sports where, uh, you overwork guys. It, it's not going to happen. It's there's, there's too much, uh, value and there's too much money riding on your star players playing, which is odd because it's, you know, you're, you're, you're sitting them, uh, when they should be playing, but you're sitting them so they don't injure themselves and don't lose out on more time for the future. So it's just the way that sports are right now. So things like what he's done, uh, when, when, you know, all is said and done. Now, are there other players now? I know like Thornton uh, is up there, but I he has said like he has no plans to break that. I don't think Thornton's got much left in the tank. Um, but it, when you have these these records that the only way to break them is, uh, you know, a long extended career, that's not guaranteed anymore. And that's that's... You know, this just this the facts. So uh, once again, just want to you know congratulate him because you're not going to see this many times. So uh, appreciate it, uh, respect it, and I'm sure most people do. And just and like I said, it's across all sports. Uh, most of these records that are out there now, we'll see a record get broken every once in a while. Uh, but you, you're not going to see records drop because it's just players don't hang around as much as, as they used to. And, and when they do, even though you might have a player that is going to have a 14, 15, 16 year career, um, you know, the games played a lot of times aren't there. Maybe not so much in hockey and hockey. They do, you know, they, they do get most of the season in for a hockey player. Oddly enough, which is, you know, one of the most, you know, strenuous games out there. But NBA guys, NBA guys are taking days off left and right. Major League Baseball, it's part of the game now. So, um, yeah, I just uh, feel the need that to just show, like, the genuine respect that uh, a, a record like that and to break uh, the man that you're taking the spot of, to break Gordy Howe's record, you do anything where you unseat Gordie Howe, uh, you've done something right. So uh, that's it. That's all my, my rant on uh, Patrick Marlowe. Definitely check out the Locked on Sharks podcast if you want to hear, because I'm sure that they are going to be talking about this for quite a while. Um, not much else to talk to over in San Jose. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so yeah, 
that'll be it. So let's get into our Seattle Kraken uh, draft and updating that. And we're just going to do that right after the break. First, we're going to hear from our friends over at rockauto.com. And rockauto.com is the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand's specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. This episode is also brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at a fair price. 1010 is an exclusive collection by 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a unique uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagement mother's day or simply a beautiful conversation piece they are the perfect way to bring light into her life they're available now through mother's day only at bluenile.com just search the words 10 by 10 this collection features high quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful if you are on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever you are definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. All right, so to do the Seattle Kraken draft, we kind of have to obviously break it up into two parts. Who the Avalanche are keeping, which just automatically lets us know who will be available for the Kraken to take. Uh, now, there's two different methods the Avalanche can go. They can either keep seven forwards, three defensemen, and one goalie, or eight skaters in total and a goalie. And you know the reason why they do that, obviously, is if you have a defensive-heavy team and want to keep uh, more than three defensemen, then you're going to go the route of the eight skaters. Uh, the Avalanche technically could go either way with this. Uh, but I think all signs are pointing to the the seven skaters, or excuse me, the seven forwards and three defensemen. Now, that could change, and everything hinges on Eric Johnson. Because if you have a player that has a no-trade clause or no-movement clause, you have to keep them if they don't want to waive that clause. If they do then they're somebody that you don't have to freeze and they are available for the Kraken to pick. So I think because Eric Johnson and the Avalanche have a, a good relationship and because Eric Johnson has not played a lot this year, 
and because he has a $6 million cap hit, and because he's 33 years old and go, going, I don't know when his birthday is, but you know he'll be a 34-year-old defenseman making $6 million who is coming off an injury, an injury-plagued season. I don't think the Seattle Kraken will take him. So having said that, I think a conversation will be had by the Avalanche and Johnson say, look, just waive your no-trade clause. There's just no way Seattle is going to take that contract on because uh, it goes for two more seasons after this season. And then they don't pick you, and then you know they will welcome Eric Johnson back. You would think... You would think. I mean, like I said, he is 34 years old. So is it possible the the Avalanche want to move on from Eric Johnson in total because they have a backlog of young defensive talent? That is always a possibility too. Now, if Eric Johnson doesn't want to waive his no trade clause, the Avalanche can just say, well, you know, we have other assets that we need to protect. We're just going to buy you out. And that is a possibility too. So everything kind of hinges on Eric Johnson, but one way or another, I don't see the Avalanche protecting Eric Johnson, even though he has that no trade clause. So having said that, if one assuming they are going to either move on or Johnson is going to waive that no movement clause that makes him available, uh, I think the Avalanche go in the direction of seven skaters. I keep saying that seven forwards and three defensemen. And those defensemen are pretty simple. And this is why I say I wish I had done this beginning of the season because we were throwing around, you know, who is it going to be? It's it's definitely going to be Kale McCarr and probably 98% going to be Sam Girard. And because we hadn't really seen Devon Taves play yet, we were thinking it's going to come down to Taves and Graves. And I don't think it's really a question right now. And I like Ryan Graves. I like what he can bring to this team. But what Devon Taves brings to this team is exactly what they were hoping to get when they traded for him. So I don't I don't really think it's going to be a, a question here. And it's probably going to be Taves protected. So those are your three defensemen. Gerard, Taves, Makar. Which leaves Graves uh, open. Um and could he be a guy that they take? We will I'll do that in the next segment. As far as your forwards go, clearly Miko Rantanen, Nathan McKinnon, Gabe Landeskog. Those are uh, without a question. Um, now that leaves you four more guys you need to protect. Burkowski is likely a definite. Kadri is likely definite. That's five. So now you have two more. Who could it be? Uh, could it be Brandon Saad? It's possible. Could it be Donskoy? I think Donskoy has played his, again, this is another guy we might not have been saying the Avalanche would protect him. I think he's played his way into a protected role, possibly. So that would be Donskoy would be six. And then who's your other one? Comfer? No. Nachuskin? That's interesting. Nachuskin could be a guy that they protect. He's a, you know, he's... Was up for the Selkie last year. He's very good on the penalty kill. Uh, he he's a defensive forward, and that's you know he's a big guy. 
they kind of, I don't want to say plucked him from obscurity, but they, they, they gave him a shot and he has done very well as an Av. So he could be the seventh guy. Belmar, I don't think so. I think they maybe move on from Belmar altogether. Uh, you have Tyson Jost, who again, Tyson Jost has played well this year. He has played very, very well. And again, it's not showing up on the stat sheet, but could he be another guy? Do they take? Do they protect him over Nachuskin? Assuming because if you, you know, look at those two guys, uh, Jost is only making eight hundred. You have to take salary into account too. So Jost is only making eight hundred seventy-four thousand dollars, where Nachuskin's making two and a half, and Nachuskin will be making that next year. Now, Jost is a restricted free agent. His contracts don't expire until after the uh, draft. So, uh, Jost is another guy who was, you know, at, at, at the end of last year, we were all saying it's Tyson Jost. No doubt it's Tyson Jost. And then they signed him to that one-year deal, kind of like a show-me deal. I think he's shown something, which we hadn't been able to say that in the past. So the 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 majority, the meat of who the Avalanche are going to protect is pretty much set in stone. And you have those those last couple guys with the, who are the questions. Maybe just the last guy is the question. Because I would say Rantanen, McKinnon, Landeskog, Burkowski, Kadri, those are five. So maybe you can play around with the last two. I would say, man, this is tough. I would say Donskoy, and because he's a few years younger and he's coming a little bit cheaper than Chuskin, you guys are going to kill me here. <laughs> but I think you keep Tyson Jost. With the, with the way that this, this uh, roster is right now, I think you keep Tyson Jost. Yeah. I, and it's just so odd to say that because we, you know, he was the whipping boy for so long. But let, let's bring up their stats. Let's bring up between Tyson Jost and Valentinuskin. Let's bring up both of their stats for this season. So I got it right here. So Tyson Jost on the season, forty-one games played, three goals, nine assists, twelve points. A lot of that has come recently he's actually on a four game point streak with uh, four assists in his last four games assist in each game so a lot of his scoring has come recently you know he didn't really start off too hot Nachuskin, 42 games played nine goals 10 assists so he's got 19 so 19 points compared to J- Jost's 12 so yeah Nachuskin has the better stats um, and you know, but how much do the avalanche value what Jost does on the penalty kill? So, uh, it, it, it could be something, you know, and the, here's the other thing you have to, to remember too, that Jost is going in as a restricted free agent. So will they have to sign him? Yeah. So, and I don't really see them not being able to sign him, um, where, Nachuskin is on another year after this one at two and a half million. So you're saving a good amount of money. Uh, and you're, like I said, that younger player, three years younger than Nachuskin. 
uh, not up there with stats, but ha- and we always say this has the potential, has the potential to be up there. So that that is a very real possibility. So that could be your seven, and I'm I'm going to go on record saying th- those are my seven uh, forwards right now. So just to recap them: uh, Miko Rantanen, Nathan McKinnon, Gabe Landeskog. Obviously, those are three. Andre Burkowski, Nazem Kadri, Jonas Donskoy, and Tyson Jost. Yes, you are not protecting Brandon Saad, who is an unrestricted free agent, and you do run the risk of if you want to protect him, you protect him, and then you can't sign him. Uh, you know, you you do run that risk. So, uh, and and has Brandon Saad done enough this season to warrant protection? I think he's on the verge. He's on the fringe of that. Uh, but this will all come down to money. I think the Avalanche are kind of happy with what Tyson Jost has done this year, um, and hopefully they, you know, if they sign him, then they think he can take the next step. This year is kind of a step, maybe not a, a ginormous step, but it is a step. And he's still 23. But if they do keep him and sign him, then the training wheels are off, <laughs> and you know you gotta produce. Uh, and then on the defensive end, Gerard, Taves, and Makar. So that leaves all those players open. And let's take a quick little break and then see who maybe the top five guys, I think, that the Kraken could take. Uh, first, before we get to uh, Bet Online, we are doing an ultimate mock draft here at Locked On. And uh, it is a pretty cool thing. So it's uh, every day. They will start. It started yesterday, uh, and every day through April 23rd, it's a six part series that we're doing for an ultimate mock draft. It's uh, presented by Locked On and Odyssey, and it features analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaCanfora, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars for their team. Search the ultimate mock draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app uh, or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all sports, podcast music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. It is a really, really cool thing that we've put together over at Locked On. Uh, so definitely check it out. But we are brought to you today by the people over at betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet on the NHL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, NASCAR, anything that's in full swing, bet on it. You can even bet on award shows, television shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device, and when you sign up, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That is Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So just like the Avalanche have to take a lot of things into account, like salary, which could be a deciding factor on who they keep and who they don't keep, uh, the Seattle Kraken have to do the same thing. Uh, it's not just because this is the best player on a team means they take them. Uh, they there, there's a lot of things, and a lot of this is really like up in the air right now because they don't have a coach. So we don't know the style of play that they're going to play. 
you would think, you know, most teams are going for that speed style. Like, you know, people are going to mimic what the Avalanche are doing because it seems to be working for them. So uh, most sports are copycat leagues. So whatever seems to be working for the the top tier teams, people will mimic that. So uh, we'll just go with that for uh, who we think the Kraken could take. And all the guys that, you know, I didn't mention in that the previous segment are available. So, you know, right off the bat is a guy like Nachuskin going to be a guy that they take. In my scenario where I kept Tyson Jost for uh, salary cap purposes and age purposes and uh, thinking he can take that next logical step, uh, Nachuskin definitely, would definitely be on their radar. But let's, let's rank them. Let's go from... Uh, maybe like number five to number one and who would be on the Seattle Kraken list uh, from picking from the, the guys that I personally did not protect. So number five, I would put at JT Confer. Uh, Confer is, you know, has, has not been a guy that has really done what the avalanche has ex- expected him to do. Uh, I don't think there's any chance that he gets protected, and he will be available. Three point five million. He's covered for two seasons after this one is over. Uh, like I said, twenty six years old. He can play the wing. He can play center. Uh, every, every guy that the the crack and take is not going to be you know an all star. Um, they they need to build a team, and is comfort a guy that they could you know build as far as you know they're going to need bottom six guys. Um, so does he fit that bill? Does, does he fill the need of, you know, uh, the, the third or fourth line, uh, center or wing even, um, and pick him with that in mind, not kidding themselves and and taking him and hoping he turns things around and becomes this, uh, you know, this player that just lights up the stat sheet. It's not going to happen, and I think the the cracking know that. But he could be a guy that they want to pick as a building block, and he wouldn't be awful for that. Uh, number four, because I didn't even talk about the goalie situation because I don't really think it needs to be talked about. Uh, Philip Grubauer is going to be protected, the one goalie that they do protect. So that means you know Francois would be available. He he could be a guy that the Kraken pick. Now, it probably helped the Avalanche um, that they, that Philip Grubauer, or excuse me, Pablo Francois was hurt this entire season. And that might be a reason why the Kraken maybe stand off a little bit because they're not sure of that injury. We don't even really know what it is, but uh, they say he should be back healthy 100% next year. Um, you know, he's just turned 30, so it could be in his price tag is good. He's $2 million price tag, which is around for another season. So uh, could be, again, a pick where if you're confident that he is healthy, uh, you do need that that dynamic of young guys and, you know, not that 30 is old, but um, guys that can, can really – can kind of pull the team together when you have like your young guys and older guys. And obviously he would be on the older side of things, but you need that too. And could be 
a goal. Maybe wouldn't be their number one goalie, uh, but tandems are big in the NHL right now. So he's a possibility at number four. Number three, I think, is Brandon Saad. The thing with Saad is he is a uh, unrestricted, but again, that doesn't expire until after the the draft, the expansion draft. So he's coming in at five million. They'd have to renegotiate with him. Uh, you know, could be a, a good again another uh, second line doing what he does for the Avalanche uh, might be very appealing for the Kraken because he would come in expecting to do the same exact thing for them. So I think that is a very real possibility. And Brandon Saad definitely could be a guy that the Avs want to protect. Uh, but I think having that UFA maybe scares them off a little bit in protecting him because if you uh, you can't sign him for whatever reason, then you've lost him too. So, uh, but Saad, if he's not protected, could definitely I could definitely see the Kraken being interested in Brandon Saad. Uh, number two, I would say, again, in my scenario here, Val Valanchuskin could definitely be number two. Um, he's a hard worker. He's a very good defensive forward. Um, would I think would check a lot of boxes off for the Kraken in terms of what he can bring to a new young team. Uh, his price tag isn't awful, $2.5 million, which he'll have for another year. So I... If, if he is available, uh, would scare me that Nachuskin might not be in an avalanche sweater next year. But again, and I don't want to keep going back and forth on this, he easily could be somebody that they protect as well. But uh, there's, that leaves only one guy left, and I don't really think it's even a question who would the number one person be available for the Kraken, and that is Ryan Graves. Um I didn't think that at the beginning of the season because he wasn't playing that well, but he's really turned his season around. And he's, once he turns it around, he's been pretty consistent. Uh, he's not going to get you a lot of points. He is a defensive player through and through. 25 years old, making $3.1 million for the, after the season. He's got another two years on that. It's a decent price number. Um, absolutely a guy if if... The Kraken are concerned about defense. Uh, they are going to take Ryan Graves. And I have said pretty much whenever I do these, uh, I would anticipate the Avalanche losing a defensive player. And I still feel that way. I still think no matter who the Avalanche protect, when it comes to the Avalanche and the Kraken, I think the Kraken are going to be chomping at the bit to get a defender from the Colorado Avalanche. And I think that one guy is Ryan Graves. I don't really see anybody else that... I think that the the drop-off between Ryan Graves... I have, like I said, I have Graves at number one and Achuskin at number two. I think that difference is relatively large. I don't think the Kraken... If they have Ryan Graves at their disposal to pick, um, I think they're, they are have blinders on and are taking him, no doubt. He's, you know, like I said, 25 years old. His cap number is good. And what's he doing on the ice? He's a solid defender. He's a big guy. Um, you know, it, I think point-wise he can improve a little bit because he's not afraid to shoot, which, you know, maybe every once in a while something sneaks through and he can get a few more goals in a season. But um, 
I, I think I think Ryan Graves would fit with with an expansion team um, and a team because you're going to need some defense. Obviously, uh, Ryan Graves is the guy. So, uh, in in my world here, in my view, um, maybe we should start preparing ourselves to part with Ryan Graves. And I hate saying that because we have we're in the middle of a season right now. But you have to think about these things. You do. You, you don't like to think about them, but they're happening. Whether you want them to happen or not, they're going to happen. Um, so enjoy Ryan Graves while we have him because he might be in Seattle cracking colors. But let me know what you think. Do you agree with that? Do you disagree? I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't like my Tyson Joe's protection, but you have to take more into account than just uh, the player. You have to take numbers into account too. So that's kind of why I did it. But let me know. I'm sure you do not agree with me. Uh, That's going to be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And maybe we can get to one more day closer to Avalanche Hockey. But like I said, follow me on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. If any news comes out, it will go up there first. And then tomorrow, we'll report on whatever we can report on. So thank you for tuning in for today. It's always appreciated. Uh, We will see everybody tomorrow. Stay safe. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go!